What's up, everyone? Kevin Allen here, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army. And today we're looking at four wide receivers that I'm planting my flag on for the 2022 fantasy football season. What does it mean? What is a flag plant? What are we talking about? A flag plant wide receiver, a flag plant player, somebody that I'm going to try to draft on all of the teams that I draft, be them via underdog best balls or my season-long leagues against my friends. And I'm going to talk about these players that cannot miss. A flag plant for me is a player that cannot miss. They have to be a massive value against their ADP, and they have to be such a value against ADP that I can acquire them in every single league that I'm in. So without further ado, four wide receivers for the 2022 fantasy football season that I'm planting my flag on. Let's do this. All right, we're back. This is the Bold Call Fantasy Football Podcast. And remember, we are on the new DFS Army Fantasy Football channel, right? Specific channel for fantasy football content. So if you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Let's get it going. We're trying to separate our DFS from our fantasy so that you can kind of know where to go with this stuff. So please do us a favor. Give us subscribe. Now, if you follow the Bold Call Fantasy Football Podcast last season, you had... Cooper Cup on all of your teams. He was a flag plant in 2021. You had Debo Samuel on all your teams. He was, and you won your leagues. That's how we do it here. I'm here to help you win your league. You're not going to get some bullshit advice here. You're not going to get some generic crap. Okay. You're going to get the advice that's going to help you take down your leagues, be them your best ball tournaments. I prefer best ball leagues rather than uh, the big tournament. They're much more winnable, obviously, and it's a style I like to play. But whatever you're doing, if you're on Underdog Fantasy, of course, check it out. They're an awesome site as well. And I'm drafting year-round, which is why you get the flavor for how drafts play out. Uh, right now, Underdog is doing their $5, uh, I guess it's called, uh, the, yeah, here we go, the Puppy. It's the Puppy, $5 Puppy, $5 to enter. It's a big tournament. So make sure you check that out. And if you haven't signed up for underdog you can use promo code dfs army and it gives you a hundred dollars free you put in a hundred they match you a hundred you got two hundred dollars that's 40 best ball leagues for a hundred bucks i would pay that just to mock draft against people that weren't bullshitting around so i can get a good feel for things but we are here to talk about four wide receivers that you can get in your fantasy drafts you can get them i'm not going to say Draft Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Stefan Diggs. You can't get those guys. So let's start at the bottom, and we're going to work our way up. Number four, this wide receiver is currently WR47. 46 wide receivers go ahead of this person. Yet, he scored. he put up eight touchdowns last year, and his team had a whopping 17 touchdowns vacated. Massive amounts of targets vacated who are we talking about we're talking about alan lazard wr 47 at the moment by adp now what do i like about him in 2021 lazard got 60 targets 40 receptions eight touchdowns like no, no, nothing crazy right nothing crazy except here's the thing what do we know about his quarterback aaron Rodgers? we know that aaron Rodgers. Likes familiarity. It's very rare that a new player comes in and dominates with Rodgers because he's very much a touch and timing quarterback. He's got to have a feel for the players on his team. Well, 
Martez Valdez-Scantling is gone. And more importantly, Devontae Adams is gone. So all of those touchdowns, all of those receptions have been vacated. Obviously, the Packers have added Christian Watson in the draft. He's a great player, and I love him. But traditionally, Aaron Rodgers has not jived well with new wide receivers in their first year. Don't forget about uh, Amari Rodgers, by the way. Everybody has already forgotten about him. But again, the Packers are some team where it takes a year or two for you to jive. Aaron Rodgers does not trust you. He's a touch-and-timing quarterback. Trust me on this. But we did see last season that in opportunities when Devontae Adams wasn't in the game, Alan Lazard was massively featured. And I expect that to happen this year. So you can get what is essentially uh, with, with a throwaway pick, WR47, which is beyond flex two if you're in a gigantic league. You can get Alan Lazard, who might just wind up as the primary target in this offense for Aaron Rodgers. He's a no-brainer pick. He'll be on all my teams because he's so cheap to acquire at WR47. I mean, just to take a look at the wide receivers that are around him, and this is where it's a Tyler Lockett. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to draft Tyler Lockett, catching passes from freaking Drew Locke or somebody worse. Geno Smith, what? You crazy? Rookies. Garrett Wilson, who's competing with Elijah Moore and... Chris Davis, whatever the hell. The other wide receiver on the Jets, Curtis Davis. Chris, Take Davis. Forget his name. He's going ahead of him. Hunter Renfro now with Devontae Adams on the team. Rookie, uh, another rookie wide receiver. We don't know what guy. Yeah, so uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who won't play for six weeks. This is what's going. Uh, so obviously you can get Lazard very easily, and he's going to help you dominate, especially in a PPR season long. But certainly in your best ball leagues on underdog or wherever you like to play. All right. We're starting at the bottom. We're moving our way up. Second player on the list, Darnell Mooney. Now there is a theme here. And the theme is these are guys who a lost some competition, but also are the absolute primary targets for their team. And who, who, what wide receivers do the, do the bears have again? What other wide receivers? They got a rookie speedster. That's it. And Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet. They have nothing. They've got nothing going on. Darnell Mooney had a breakout last year. I feel like people don't know it. 140 targets, 81 receptions. The touchdowns weren't there, but his quarterback had issues. It was new. Now we get year two Darnell Mooney. Uh, I'm sorry, year two fields, improving quarterback play. And Darnell Mooney with no longer has even, not that Allen Robinson did much, but no longer has any competition essentially for targets at the wide receiver position. You're getting him as the WR31, not 23, but 31 via his current ADP. All right, let's take a look at who goes in the zone with Darnell Mooney. All right, you ready for this? Rashad Bateman hasn't proven anything. Michael Thomas, don't even know if he's going to play this year. He still weirdly has his issues. Gabriel Davis, fine, had a good end of the season run. Chris Godwin's going out of him. He's not even going to play for the first five, six weeks of the season. So um, you could uh, Terry McLaurin, who I love as a player, but quarterback situation, very sketchy. So Darnell Mooney, great spot. He's going to be locked in for targets every single week. The number one wide receiver for his team. You're getting him at WR. Three, almost WR4 pricing. I'm going to have him on all my teams. 
can't miss. Can't miss players. All right, let's move on. Number two on my list. And luckily, he's right up here on the screen. And this is by far one of the best values. Last season, I told you about Cooper Cup. And I told you about Cooper Cup. A, it was weird that he was going behind Robert Woods and all of that. New quarterback situation, good player, never quite had a good quarterback, and elevation was going to happen. Well, it's not quite exactly the same situation for Mari Cooper, but there are similarities this year, and I do believe that Amari Cooper, who's currently going as WR20, will emerge as not even a top 12, but a top six fantasy asset potentially this season in games that he plays with Deshaun Watson, which could be the entire season. Might not be. There's a little bit of fear that Watson might miss some games. I don't even care. Watson will be playing this year. And Amari Cooper is an alpha wide receiver with an alpha quarterback. Last season, he had to split targets with CeeDee Lamb and, and Michael Gallup, and it was problematic. It wasn't that Amari Cooper wasn't playing well. It was just there were games where we'd only get five or six or four targets because there weren't that many to go around. Dallas wanted to run the football, but when he was targeted, he absolutely smashed, and that's what Amari Cooper's done throughout his career. Now we get Amari Cooper with Deshaun Watson, an actual upgraded quarterback, but more importantly, without very much talent around him at the wide receiver position, right? Yes, they have Donovan Peoples-Jones, rookie, so what? Cooper's going to be the focal. David and Joku, Cooper will be the focal point of the Browns offense, and this ain't no Baker Mayfield Browns. This is a Browns team that's going to throw the football a little bit. Deshaun Watson passing to Cooper. Yeah, Cooper, all right, let's just, would you take Cooper ahead of DK Metcalf? Hell yeah. Deontay Johnson with who at quarterback? Hell yeah. Marquise Brown? Definitely ahead of Brown. DJ Moore, who's the quarterback over there? Don't know? That's right. You don't even know. Sam Darnold? Come on. Jalen Waddle splitting touches with Tyreek Hill? Mike Williams never had a good season in his whole career. What the hell is he doing up here? So understand, I would take Cooper. Michael Pittman, unproven. Keenan Allen, old. T. Higgins splitting touches. Amari Cooper belongs right here. He's going 12 wide receivers beyond where he should be this season. That is an opportunity you're able to get a player who should be a WR1 and will be a WR1 this year for almost for, for WR2, almost WR3 price point. That's how you win your league. You have to accumulate pieces that are more valuable than what you pay. I can everybody can pick a, a good first round pick. The the skill in fantasy football is putting together a team, a portfolio of players that is greater than the sum of the capital that you invested and your capital being your draft pot. All right. Now, speaking of value, this one is going to stand out as a little bit weird, but if you watch my previous video on running back values, you'll understand why I'm making it a priority to target this player who is a value where he's going. And you're going to say like, this is ridiculous. And wait till you see who it is. All right, here we go. Without further ado, it's Cooper cup. WR1 overall. What do you mean? That's not a value. He's the number one overall wide receiver. Geek, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, here's the deal with Cooper Cup. I just, if you watch my earlier video on running back, you understand that this year there are incredible values at running back in rounds four, five, six, and seven. And that allows us 
to focus the wide receiver position in rounds one, two, three, and four. Even the tight end. Wide receivers, one, two, three, and four. All right? Wide receiver one, Cooper Cup. Mari Cooper next. Get some other studliness going. Maybe a Darnell Mooney. I think you can get him in round seven or eight after you get some wide uh, running backs, to be honest. So why is Cooper Cup number one on my list? Because Cooper Cup had an epic season that I believe can be replicated in 2021. There's nothing that has changed. Yes, they've added Al Robinson. I think that only helps Amari Cooper. This kid averaged 27 plus PPR fantasy points per game in 2021. Those are Christian McCaffrey slash uh, vintage Christian McCaffrey slash Ladanian Tomlinson style numbers. All right. He had the best wide receiver year ever. And there's no reason for that to pause. Not only that, he was more consistent than any running back. So when I see, um, when you look at general ADP and let's go back to the overall ADP here. Let's include all of our position groups, right? And you see, well, on occasion, you'll see players like McCaffrey or or Henry or some of these other players. And, and of course, underdogs very sharp, but other sites are not. Um, if you can get Cooper Cup on your team, he should be going number one overall. So if, you, if you're at pick three, and this is where the value comes in. If you're at pick three, if you're at pick four, and Cooper Cup is still on the board, don't feel pressured to take a running back like traditionally has been said and like most fantasy football gurus are telling you to do. You want, if Cooper Cup is there, you take him. He's a value at one overall because he's worth more than one overall. He's a value at number two. He's a value wherever it is. So wherever you're sitting in your draft, if he's now, you the, the difference between Cooper Cup and the other three players I mentioned is you will definitely be able to get Amari Cooper on your team because he's going 10 or 12 wide receivers after he should be. Um, you'll definitely be able to get Mooney or Lazard on your team. They're going uh, multiple spots after where they should be. Cooper Cup, you'll need to get a little bit lucky and have a top four or five pick. But if you can get him wherever you draft him, Cooper Cup is the number one player overall in fantasy for 2022. You make sure that you get him on your team. If you're in a dynasty league, it's actually less difficult than you'd think to trade for him because there's a perception of his age. And he is going into his year uh, 29th, uh, his age 29 season. So he is acquirable. But this is a player that can lead a, a, even a decent team to one or two dynasty championships over the last next couple of years. So make sure you get Cooper cup, take him over Jonathan Taylor. Don't need Jonathan Taylor. There are elite running backs later in the draft. Cooper cup, number one overall player. All right. That'll do it for this breakdown. These are four wide receivers that I'm planting my flag on for the 2022 season wide receivers that for the most part you can acquire and stick around Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. We'll have more fantasy football content. We're talking best ball. We're talking season long. We're talking super flex. We're talking super flex dynasty. Whatever you can think of, we've got it covered here on the DSPS Army fantasy football channel. Stay tuned, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. I'll see you next time.